Hey guys, Pete Mundo here. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week. As always, it's our radio show turned into a podcast. And if you could, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And if you rate and review the podcast, and then send me an email and a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. I'll get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. Mean a lot to me. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy the show. Pete Mundo rolling right along with you on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. Well, the story, of course, this week in the Big 12, the Texas Tech Red Raiders going to their first ever Final Four. And here to talk about it, Seth Youngman. He's the manager of stakingtheplains.com. Those guys do a fantastic job covering Texas Tech. So, Seth, uh, take us through this as the fan base uh, looks at this moment, looks at this week and this weekend ahead, which they've never been a part of. How big of a deal has this been in Lubbock and across Red Raider Nation? Oh, well, first of all, thank you for the kind words. And uh, to answer your second question, uh, it's kind of been unbelievable, surreal, perhaps is the best word to say. Uh, it's kind of been one of those things where, you know, we all kind of thought that we had a very, very good team, but Final Four good team, gosh, I don't know. Hmm. Um, so, but the, 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 the support in Lubbock has been amazing. Um, just all of the things being written about Texas tech and Chris Beard have kind of just been overwhelming, um, to be in the national spotlight after just a few years as head coach of Texas tech has just kind of been just, a, it's just, it's been such a quick turnaround for Texas tech. It's happened so fast, but mm-hmm. I think that's a credit to how good Beard and his staff are at identifying talent and then putting together and creating this environment of teams. So it's it's been just kind of, again, surreal is probably the best word to describe it. Well, Seth, give us some insight, you know, and, and be honest with us now. They were picked seventh in the preseason poll. Did you, did you have this team? You might have had them above seventh, but how good did you think this team was going to be before the season based on what they were losing? So, um, so I kind of thought that they would struggle defensively uh, after losing – um, some better athletes like uh, Keenan Evans and uh, Zaire Smith and Zach Smith, uh, all of whom were really big parts of the team last year. And I kind of thought that perhaps that Moretti and Mooney wouldn't be as good of athletes, uh, or at least they wouldn't have had the time put in like Evans and Smith. And, and I forgot about Justin Gray, who was a huge part of it last year too. So I kind of thought that losing all those guys was going to have an effect. Oh, and also Nyan Nyan Stevenson. So there were like five guys that we all lost that were big parts of the elite eight run last year. So, you know, I think that it'd be, um, uh, so to be honest, I, I really thought that, you know, we wouldn't be as good because I mean, to lose that much talent uh, in a given year in a given off season, I mean, it, the expectations would kind of have to be kind of out of whack. So I didn't think that we'd be as, as good defensively, but here we are, we're even better defensively. Uh, and um, I think a lot of that has to do with um, not knowing how good Mooney was going to be uh, technically defensively and how good of a of a uh, of a defender Tariq Owens was uh, at the rim. He's kind of changed a lot of um, how Tech was able to play, um, you know, just in terms of protection uh, at the rim. So I mean, I think those have been big, and I think Moretti improving significantly. 
uh, offensively and defensively, have been a big player too. So. Seth Youngman's joining us as uh, he's the manager of stakingtheplanes.com. Does great work for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Not for them, but about them. Obviously, he's on his own independent, just like we are. Uh, Seth, you know, now you have all these rumors flying around about Chris Beard. And, you know, Buzz Williams looks like he's going to Texas A&M, so no concerns there. Uh, You know, Tech's paying the guy a lot of money. But if you could... Take us through the backdrop of Chris Beard. He's obviously got family in Lubbock. He knows the area. He used to coach there, of course. How strong is that tie between Chris Beard, Texas Tech, and Lubbock, and why you think that hopefully that bond will keep him there for a very long time? Well, uh, so he was an assistant coach for Bob Knight for 10 years here, and so he kind of cut his teeth uh, learning to be an assistant coach under Coach Knight. So I think that's a big part of it. He does have family. His daughters are live close um, within driving distance, and I think that that probably is a draw for him to be able to see his kids. Uh, I think they play basketball, or at least one does, every night, you know, if he wants to. I mean, that being a dad, uh, you probably know just as well as I do that that's a, a big part of growing up, and you don't want to let those things go. So I think that's part of it. Um, granted when, if the big boys come calling, then perhaps you can, you know, that can always change. But, uh, so I think that, but I think that him and his ex-wife live separately. So, Mm -hmm. um, so that's what makes this situation unique is that he can't just pick her up and take him with her. So, um, so I think that's a big draw. Um, but I think that he really does genuinely enjoy Texas tech. And I think that the quirkiness that is Lubbock and Texas tech kind of plays a part in it too. Uh, we're definitely a little bit different, uh, so there's no uh, point in not kind of acknowledging that. Um, and we're kind of a different uh, group of folks too. We realize that you know that Texas Tech maybe isn't the easiest place to get to, but it's a fantastic place to go to school. And um, it's it's you know people always make it out to be like it's in the desert. It's got it's a town of 300,000. So I mean whatever you want, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and I think, too, that, you know, Kirby Hokett uh, extended Beard last year to make him one of the top 30 or 25 coaches uh, in terms of uh, compensation last year. So he kind of, you know, so as, as soon as, you know, Beard got off his Elite Eight run, he extended him and increased his salary to be commiserate with what, you know, his performance was. And I would expect the same thing to happen again. Uh, Hokett has already said that he wants to extend and it's incredibly important for him to extend him here um and i also think too that you know he's got a lot of coaching friends that are all right here they're in you know angelo state and some other places in west texas uh i think Evelyn christian has got a good friend so a lot of his circle of people that are important to him are all just kind of out in west texas mm-hmm. so i'm hoping uh that you know Hokett's relationship with him and his willingness to extend him um, and his family ties uh, as well as his ties to the university would hopefully keep him around. I don't expect him to stay around forever, but uh, we will definitely keep him as long as he wants to be here. (laughs) Seth Youngman's our guest. He is the manager of stakeintheplains.com, a great Texas tech outlet. So, Seth, let's uh, talk about the game this weekend. Going up against, you know, Tom Izzo, Michigan State, you think about Final Fours, you think about Duke, North Carolina, and, you know, now with Tom Izzo, what he's done there, they're right in that second tier maybe. So I give us your thoughts on this game and how things uh, will eventually play out on Saturday and what the Red Raiders need to do. 
So, um, you know, probably the biggest thing is, is, um, is continuing the offensive flow that they've kind of been on for the past uh, few weeks. I think that the uh, West Virginia game in the Big 12 uh, championship for the Big 12 tournament was kind of a hiccup. But otherwise, Texas Tech has been really stellar on offense. And so I think that if they can continue that, um, the, the defense has been there all year. They've been in and around uh, first and adjusted defensive efficiency with uh, Ken Palm or um, T-Rank all year. And so I think that if they continue to kind of just be themselves, they'll probably be in the game. And I know mm -hmm. that, like, you know, against Michigan, you know, nobody was really giving Tech much of a chance. Uh, at least uh, Vegas had uh, Michigan as a favorite. I know that they had Michigan or Gonzaga as a favorite as well, four and a half points. Um, so I think that uh, maybe the uh, – and I think that the line this week is around two and a half with uh, Michigan State being favored. So I think that – you know, the fact that Texas Tech's defense traveled, and it's probably not something that Michigan State has seen. Um, you know, Michigan, I think head coach uh, John Bailey mentioned after the game that, um, you know, practicing for it and actually seeing it, seeing it live were two totally different things. And so uh, just the way that they force opponents uh, out of the middle of the court, um, it's just kind of, it's, it's very unique. And, um, and so... Uh, I'm hoping that those things uh, kind of continue. Uh, that the uniqueness of what makes Texas Tech so good is what carries them through a championship, which is kind of just crazy to even say out loud. <laughs> well, I know uh, it's kind of living on cloud nine right now. And just quickly there, Seth, uh, before we let you go, how much does this team and, and does this come down from Coach Beard embrace the underdog role? So, yeah, I think that he kind of always feels that way. I mean, I kind of think that's kind of coaching 101. You know, you always need to feel like that you're the underdog. And I guess if there's one underdog, it's probably Auburn in the Final Four. I think that they were probably the lowest of the four that are remaining. So, you know, from Texas Tech's perspective, I think that they just kind of go back to where they were picked uh, in the Big 12 tournament, which is where you opened up this segment. So, you know, just from the idea that, you know, everybody kind of doubted that you would be able to kind of do what you've done. So don't lose that edge. And I think that Beard definitely coaches with an edge. And I think that he instills that kind of, Hey, look, you know, you, you are definitely an underdog, you know, uh, you know, people weren't recruiting you and, you know, all these other things that, you know, kind of play into, you know, motivating players. I think that he, he's a master at that. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, I don't think that they'd be performing as well as they are. So I, th I think it's just taken a little bit of time for him to kind of have that team learn who he is mm -hmm. and how to motivate those kids. But he is doing it to perfection right now. He is Seth Youngman, manager, stakingtheplanes.com. Be sure to check him out. Seth, thank you so much for some time. Really appreciate it, and uh, good luck this weekend. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it, Pete. Awesome stuff there from Seth Youngman. Really appreciate his time. And once again, please leave us a rating, review, subscribe, send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com of that rating and review. And we will get a koozie in the mail for you, Heartland College Sports koozie. Thanks so much, guys. Subscribe. We'll talk to you soon.